Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, and we've got the most important budget since World War II came out last night. Um, good morning, Mark. What did you think? What a whopper. What a whopper. Yeah. Millions and millions, billions and billions, billions of dollars for you. For everyone. Money, yeah. money, money. Um, and I'd love people's interaction today. Write your comments. Make sure you stick to uh, Novak Properties Facebook if you're writing your comments so we can see them come up here. But, Michael, what did you reckon about it? Like, obviously, we've gone through a bit of research this morning and stuff on it, how it relates to property. What were your brief takeaways? Yeah, so the brief takeaway is um, more money. For, like, they did have a lot of plans scheduled for 2021, 2022, They've just really brought everything forward, haven't they? Like the tax cuts, um, they've extended the first home buyer scheme, affordable housing, um, but mainly you made a, a great observation um, that they made with, what was it, Mark? That's basically the more wealthier people, when they get incentives, they save it, and where the lower income people get uh, the income, they spend it. And it's more, a lot of it's been shaped around that as well. So maybe should we, we should yeah. start with the tax I think, cut? I think if, yeah, like I think if you want to work out what happened last night in that budget, work this out in five seconds, that if the wealthy don't stimulate the economy when they get breaks with tax cuts, apparently. Mm. So the medium class and the lower class will get the incentive tax breaks whatever they will spend it they will redistribute it through the economy apparently but mm. the wealthy will put it in their pocket so if you want to understand how what's made this budget tick understand that that what's actually really happened is they're trying to redistribute um, some of the wealth that's out there and get it into the lower to mid-class through this budget. And to give out some specifics, John, I'll bring up the article, Mark, with yeah. the tax. Let's go through tax. So give me a sec. I'll share the screen and then we can all yep. talk through it. Boom, boom. So it's a little bit Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little bit Robin Hood. Let's uh, and Robin Hood. If you uh, if you haven't watched it, I'd be shocked if you know steal from the rich, give to the poor. Uh, that's the what that's that's the approach of this tax. So let's have a look at the tax bracket. So what they're actually doing is they're reevaluating. So when you're paying your tax, if you earn a little money, you pay a little tax. If you earn a lot of money, you pay a lot of tax. So what they've tried to do is the brackets in the in the the low income to the medium income. They've adjusted so you pay less tax. Yeah. So you get more in your pocket. So what do you got there? Can you zoom up? So yep. So basically, New South Wales can reveal. Okay. So here we go. I'll go from the top here. Anyone paying tax is set to receive some money back in their pockets. Although the large largest amounts will likely go to those earning more than ninety thousand a year. This money is set to be delivered straight away with these tax cuts. Backdated is a key word as well, guys. Backdated. Yep. Um, now, I also noticed there was uh, in there there was two hundred back two hundred bucks in there for new employees uh, in between the age of eighteen to thirty five per mm. week awarded to employers. 
Um, I, I think what we've learned the last six months, or particularly what the government's learned the last six months, is they want to incentivize people that are working. Yes. People that are working. People that are not working uh, or just working a little bit, just not even touching the sides, they're trying to not incentivize those people to do nothing. So I think I think when you'll have a look at this incentive to, and to where they put the tax break, I think they put that in, into active workers um, into that tax into that into that bracket of wages. So you look at that. Someone saving earning sixty grand a year is saving fourteen hundred dollars. Someone earning one twenty saving four thousand. So pretty good stuff there with tax. Basically, a lot of these tax cuts were scheduled for 2022, 2021, and they've brought it forward. Now, okay, Luke, now what what have they done with the first home deposit scheme, Mark? First home deposit scheme. All right, well, it was a bit useless. So um, again, when you, look at, when you look at that Robin Hood approach of what they do, they figured if they can help the young people into good debt, um, it's, it's a healthy move for our economy. And it's uh, it's a help. So rather than pushing um, the younguns into rental accommodation, they're pushing the younguns to owner occupy. They said to the younguns out there, if you buy for less than 600k, we will allow you to use a five percent deposit. Now, unfortunately, when you normally only use a five percent deposit, the banks make you get a thing called LMI, which is lenders mortgage insurance. LMI. Um, well, the banks do that because I guess the, that's the bank, the government does that um, as well. But with LMI, that can cost a purchaser 10 or 20 grand. They can literally dump that money. So yeah. not having LMI can save them a fortune. Only having a 5% deposit can save them a fortune. So they're not, you know, saving for five or seven years. So if you're buying something for 600 grand, and you have 30 grand deposit, not only do you not pay stamp duty of 20 grand, you don't pay LMI uh, and you can use a 5% deposit. Problem was you couldn't buy shit in a lot of parts of Sydney with 600 grand. So they've yep. moved that too. Um, up to a million is the biggest extension, but no up to 800,000, which is massive. 900K. 900k zero is where is, is where that's sitting sitting at now so you will get uh you will be able to use 15 uh, five percent deposit if you are buying a two-bedroom unit or a three-bedroom unit or a little house uh in some parts of sydney you can get a house for under 900 grand and you can have as little as a five percent deposit couple that with a two and a half or three a two and a half percent interest rate that's that's half the price of renting it's big, isn't it? It's big. And we've, we've already gone through, we've done plenty of um, topics on the show, Mark, where we've gone through a one better V, renting V buying, and it's positive, a couple hundred dollars a week from, so now to be able to buy something more, because a lot of people always said, a lot of first homeowners, they don't like to separate an investment to what they would live in themselves. So when they were only had the budget Correct. of four, 550 650 they were like no i don't like that property i would live in it but it's like you don't have to live in it well you do for the first little bit but you don't have to live in it forever so don't look at it from what you feel comfortable living in look at it what's a good investment and just buy but a lot of people just couldn't do that could they they just 
yeah, you're totally right. They couldn't maintain their lifestyle that they have in rental accommodation. What yeah. by buying something? So there it is, seven fifty to nine fifty. A car put the article now. Affordable housing, Mark. We wanted to touch on that. Yeah. So with affordable housing, there's a bit of a there's a bit of a problem that that um, I think government recognises, but not a lot of people out there recognise. We we um, in the height of two to four weeks in COVID, we had seventy properties open house for lease. Seventy properties open house for lease on a Saturday. We have typically always, we generally hold 25 to 35 open houses for rental in any other period. Now, this is a scary number. We've only had, on, on, during the weekend, we had 14 properties for lease open for inspection. It's a low number. What does wow. that mean? Yeah, 14. So what does that mean? It means that there's going to be an upwards, there's going to be a pressure on rent because there's a there's low stock. That means tenants are going to be fighting more for properties. That means tenants are going to be paying more. We had one in Freshwater that was 950. We had four, we had 14 applications on it and it went for 1100. So that would have gone for 950 three months ago, four months ago. Now it is going That's the key thing, Mark. Only... Only three, four, that's the big thing people need to register as well because it doesn't normally move that fast. Only two, three, four months ago, we were saying on this show how tight the market was and prices are coming down. And here we are now saying, guys, it's the total opposite. And it's not that we don't know what we're talking about. The market can move that quickly. So when you hear, so people, I find um, they hear something and then they think it's going to be valid or true for years. But with the property market, things move quickly, they shift. So when you hear something and it works for you, then adapt to it. Don't sit on it because anyone sitting on, so someone who would have heard pricing is lower for rentals three months ago, let's talk about moving them and them and their partner, just um and ah, they don't do anything. Now they're gonna go, let's now do it. It's totally 180. Now price is back up. It's the total opposite. So a big thing is acting when you can act. And we say it all the time, Mark. Buy first when you can move buy. advantage. First yes. move advantage. Um, there is definitely, uh, you know, if you don't think that there's first move advantage in this world, you're wrong. Uh, particularly what I've seen with COVID, Michael, some of the prices that we saw through through COVID, like, come on, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you know the, some of the rental prices for commercial properties, some of the rental prices for sales properties, um, you know, like it, it just like it's nuts. So the first, if you made a move in the height of COVID, you would have made us a nice a nice bunch of money for rentals or sales for sales. Yep, if you're a prospective tenant or a prospective purchaser. Now there's some news about granny flats as well, extending and fast tracking granny flats to really push up the building and trading economy. One thing I've noticed having a look at all the stuff from the budget is they want to push people to build, renovate properties, new builds um, for homes, new builds for granny flats, just because really helping the people on the, on the ground. So I think that's a big one that we're going to see the effect of this push for development um, and not just 20-storey unit block buildings, mini development, mum and dad developments, building a granny flat, building a deck, renovating the kitchen, all that stuff that really supports local areas, communities, micro-economies within your suburbs. Well, there's a problem there because they're not, they're not, they're not, they're punishing investors 
and they're punishing medium to high wealth individuals that have investment properties with not lending them. What that then means is there's not a stock drop. There's not a stock surplus of investment properties, which is pushing rental prices up. So I think the government's very conscious in the budget, which is what we're talking about today, about this word affordable housing, because they are making it unaffordable by not lending to investors. Uh, they are making un unaffordable by not incentivizing the higher wealth investors, um, which means they've then got to really help with the other hand to get first home buyers into their properties. Yeah. And I just took, there's a big thing, I've a big takeaway from the budget where you've got the winners who are ba basically people paying tax, people looking to buy, people looking to build, and the losers, which like obviously you want everyone to do well, but the government's really put everyone in two categories and whoever's adding to the economy, um, they're really supporting. Now the losers, yeah. anyone not paying tax, big businesses, and yes. anyone relying on, and anyone relying on social housing. So big businesses, they're in their own world, millions of dollars. They're sort of like, you guys can survive. Um, but, the, but then you think, well, what about all the workers under them? They're getting the tax break from what we already discussed, but they're not giving the big, any big business benefit, which they can pocket directly. They're giving it to you. So instead of going an old way of thinking is, okay, we'll give Coles a really good deal and hopefully they give it, they pass it on to their employees where basically they've said nothing for Coles, but we're going to give the employees a direct tax cut. Um, anyone not paying tax. So obviously the government need tax to take their money and they give you some back and anyone relying on social housing. So they've really split into two markets and they're doubling down on the people in the first column. The, in this article, which I've shared, the winners, they could call it the, the losers in the tax budget. So I think that's very good because I know a lot of economies, economies through like socialism are like, well, we're just going to give everyone money. We'll help. Like instead of incentivizing the free market to create the money, create the wealth and get us out of it, they're just like, we'll just give people money. We'll increase the doll. We'll increase this. We'll just, we'll just pay for it. They're really wanting people to get it going themselves. So I think it's very Guys, important. Don't forget the ultimate dream, like for most governments in the world, is um, they, they, they really don't like when there's there's huge poverty and extreme wealth. They really don't like that. So that the governments love when when everyone is sitting in the middle. So when there's when they when that curve is like a bell curve in the middle, you've got your poverty. There always will be. You've got all your, you've got all of your um, wealth sitting in the middle of a curve, which is your, your, your most of your population. And then you've got some uber wealthy at the end. They don't like to see the curve the other way around where there's no medium class, there's a lot of poverty and there's a lot of high wealth. So again, when you look at this budget, it's very simply, that's that, that's what it's doing. And that's why I keep referring to the Robin Hood approach of the, of the budget. Yeah, it's big. So I'll put a couple of links in there for everyone. Anything else you want to add on to this, Mark? Man, I just think it's, I think it's good. I What do I want to oh, say? Good work to the government. Yeah. Just good work. I know you wanted to touch I, on that. Just, we bash them a lot, but yeah. And I had that. Um, I had that that um, conversation with Lisa uh, last night and my wife, and it was like, you know what? What like, what a great country. 
Like if you rocked around on this weekend, on these beautiful two sunny days, anywhere you went in New South Wales, uh, you know, whether you were, you're were you a staycation or whether you're rocking around New South Wales, we are a beautiful um, city. We are a beautiful country. And considering the adversities we've been dealt with as a, as a country uh, mm. and as a world, I think we should be really proud of uh, how everyone's acted, including our government. Yeah, and it's good. I think times are coming. Uh, good times are coming as well. So let's get. I feel like a news anchor, just like with the papers, just like this. Like, all right, into the next guest. <laughs> I like that. Well, you know, you know, you know what else? Um, and I, I always refer to uh, a man I'm a bit of a fan of, which is Harry Triggerboff. Yes. Um, and he's he's commented a couple of weeks ago. It's time to work. Um, and I think as a country and as an economy, it's just time to get out there and work. We've got Christmas coming. Let's look like animals up until Christmas. I'll put that link in there, guys. He had a really good interview with, I think, Seven, Seven News or Sky. Um, so, so good. So I'll put good. the link in there. It was, but with Sky. I, it was, it was with Sky. Yeah. That's a good yeah. chat, guys. All righty. <laughs> That's it for the night news. Staff, hope we helped everyone. Love to know your comments. Uh, they always yep. help us with, with your support. And um, have a great day, Michael. Thank you. Not a problem. Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs>